Good evening and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana live Friday, June 23rd, 2023. I almost said 2003. That's my fault. So got to get with it here. Uh, we are back at the cabana. It's a Friday night. I figured I'd go ahead and get this one in. Um, feeling good. Had a good week. I actually had a phenomenal week. You know, a lot of shit's happened this week, but it's um, it's been handled. And uh, the captain's back in business and uh, feeling good about things. So uh, can't complain. Life's good. Um, it's what you make of it. So it's uh, that's just how I feel right now. And uh, we are live on Instagram. Uh, not on YouTube yet. Not uh, work, still working on the live stuff. I got to figure a couple things out. I know I've said that before, but still working on a few kinks here and there on that. So um, we are live on Instagram and um, I'll post this to YouTube later on. I want to say thank you to all that have joined tonight. If you're listening and uh, check us out. Um, I want to say thank you to our troops overseas, all the servicemen and women that are out there fighting, keeping us safe and fighting for our freedoms. Thank you so much. God bless you and your families. Hope you get to come home soon, wherever you are. Thank you to our first responders and our law enforcement, um, servicemen and women, police officers, men and women. Thank you very much for all you, all you do to keep us safe. You guys don't get enough credit and, uh, hang in there. We love you. We support you. Uh, same thing to our coast guard. Thank you so much for everything and, uh, firefighters, everyone, uh, Captain Campino is a big supporter of the NRA and the second amendment, uh, the right to bear arms. So, uh, if you have a problem with that, you can leave and unfollow me, whatever you want to do, but that's just how I stand. So I want to make that be known. Um, and that's just, I say that every podcast. So I want to, uh, I just, I just want to make that clear and that's just that's my stance so um that's the only thing i'll get close to politics as there is so uh but thank you again for listening it's friday june 23rd um don't really have a whole lot on the agenda um there's um let's see summer summer just kicked off on wednesday so this past wednesday we had the first day of summer so we are back in business and i hope everybody's having a good time you know with their summer so far, planning trips and going to the pool, um, you know, laying out by the beach, hot tub, getting naked in the hot tub, do whatever you got to do, do whatever makes you feel comfortable. So, um, you know, um, best of luck to you, you know, do it, do it, do whatever makes you happy. <laughs> so, um, anyway, that's, um, it's summertime, baby. So, um, anyway, so, it's hot and um you know just trying to make make do what you gotta do for this you know clicking off summer um i always thought that you know fourth of july is coming up to me fourth of july is that turning point right around the corner is football season so fourth of july obviously to me is the halfway point and then you've got you know nfl training camp and then football season august you got school starts back and then college football we're back in it so you know it's a uh we're back in the batting order, so cycle it around. So I wanted to, um, I went some, actually, let me uh, back up a little bit. I wanted to uh, say thank you to uh, Jason Bailey uh, for taking care of dinner last night at Rendezvous. We all, uh, I met up with some old friends last night from school, and we all went to Rendezvous in Memphis. It was awesome. Had a great time. Uh, let's see, we got Jason Bailey, Jonathan Walker, Ben Tolbert, uh, Brad Crawford, John Kofer, uh, Daniel, I don't remember his last name, great guy though, and um, Andrew Bryant, uh, uh, D, um, can't remember his last name, he's uh, from Oxford though, uh, not D Hobbs, but anyway, <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, Trey, uh, Trey Lamar. So we, uh, it was good to catch up with, um, uh, see some people I haven't seen in a while, so we usually do that every six months or so, go to the rendezvous. It was awesome, so good food. Um, had, the ribs were phenomenal, so was the brisket. So thank you, Rondi, but it's the only good thing I really like about Memphis. So um, I have switched internet providers. The captain has moved on to a different provider, um, and it's been great. So I switched over to T-Mobile Internet. Uh, it's 5G, and it's, it's a uh, wired and wireless modem. Um, I was with Xfinity. I've got no problem with Xfinity. 
Xfinity's got phenomenal coverage, phenomenal service, streaming, you name it. Um, they have mobile service as well. I have had cell phone service with them before, and I, I was happy with it. But uh, be honest with you, nothing against Xfinity, but the captain is all about saving money. So I have switched over. I was paying $170 a month with Xfinity. That included high-speed internet, unlimited. Unlimited downloads, uploads, you name it. No cap. Um, at a little over 1,000, about a gigabit of internet. You know, speed, phenomenal speed. And that's all I really was paying for. I, I wanted the speed. Um, but I had the Xfinity stream, which was also included local channels in this area. Much, wasn't much to it. But um, so anyway, $170 a month, I was basically paying for internet. That, that's insanity. Yeah. So I, I stopped it, uh, cut it out. So no longer that. I am paying $30 a month plus tax for T Mobile internet coverage. It is absolutely phenomenal. It's almost, I really thought it was like too, too good to be true. I was like, this, this can't be right. So my speed is about 800 megs. I was like, that's, I'll take it. That's, that's perfect for what I need. I don't, there's no cap, cancel any time. Um, you know, no hidden fees, no rental on the modem, things like that. It's a monthly rental charge. It's all, it's all goes on your cell phone bill. So I have T-Mobile, um, phone service and I have T-Mobile internet. So I'm for my T-Mobile cell phone and the, the coverage for my cell phone and the internet here at home, I'm paying $189 a month and that's great. So uh, I haven't paid off my iPhone yet. Once I pay off my iPhone, that'll actually, it should drop down to like maybe close to a hundred a month. So it'll, it'll get better here soon. But either way, T-Mobile, I, I honestly, I, I didn't believe it was, you know, it was like, there's gotta be a catch here somewhere. It, there isn't the captain stamp of approval. T-Mobile rocks. It is awesome. Uh, so don't, don't fuck it up. Okay. T-Mobile anyway. Um, <laughs> but it's got, um, I've got my switch on it. So I've got my Roku, my smart TV. I don't really go wireless here. The only thing that's wireless in, in my, uh, cabana is, uh, my iPod and my iPhone. So I don't, I don't really do anything else wirelessly. Everything is wired. Uh, as a computer computer nerd, uh, a wired network connection is much more stable than a wireless connection. So just heads up, uh, any of you people at home that are looking to make some changes, uh, wireless um, does have its, uh, you know, has its own faults. So it's, um, I recommend a, a wired connection because of stability. So uh, anyway, so, um, nerd moment there. So, <laughs> but um, anyway, so T-Mobile internet service, um, it's got to be available in your area. So if you don't, if it's not in your area, you don't qualify, so you can't get it. But, um, and I mean, thankfully, I think if you're in a metro area, you should be okay. So, but yeah, so I've, I was, I'm impressed. I love it. I've had it for a week and it's been, it's a little over a week. It's been phenomenal. So thank you, T-Mobile. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day as well. I meant to mention that last weekend, but I, I failed to do that. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day. Uh, my parents coming up are having their 50th wedding anniversary. So that's amazing. So we're all gathering next weekend. Some families coming in. So um, my uncle, I haven't seen my uncle in from Wichita since 2001. So that'll be interesting. Uh, so we've got a lot of family and friends coming in town. So that'd be fun. And uh get to celebrate 50 years from my parents. So congratulations, mom and dad. I love you. And, uh, congratulations. And thanks for putting up with my shit. Um, yeah. So, uh, today is June 23rd. I know I mentioned this last week. The topic was, uh, summer movies. Uh, we don't really have a major topic today. It's more, uh, of course, you know, the cabana, it's a chill environment. This is entertainment therapy. And you never know what I'm going to talk about because I have no clue what I'm going to talk about. That's the whole base of the basis of the podcast. We're here to wing it, have some fun, just see what happens. So um, summer movies, you know, so June 23rd, today is the anniversary of Batman that came out, the movie that came out in 1989 with Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, a phenomenal film, awesome superhero movie, a comic book movie, if you're into that stuff. Um, just, I remember going to see it when I was a kid, I was 10 years old. So I mean, it was 34 years ago. My, and I mentioned it last week. My grandmother came into town to visit my parents, and 
she took my, me and my little brother to the theater. We had a blast. It was just so freaking awesome. So, I mean, it was just one of the best comic book superhero movies I ever seen, had ever seen in my life. And uh, it, was, it was awesome. So, I mean, it was um, Batman, Batman Rocks. So, anyway, that's um, um, the anniversary of Batman, June 23rd. It's really got, that's a classic poster. It's a teaser poster out there on the internet. Uh, I posted it today on Instagram. And it's the Batman logo, and right below us is June 23rd. So it's just a, a fun, you can't make a better teaser poster. I mean, really. <laughs> so it was just back then, when you were a kid, I mean, like, you're, you get goosebumps. You see that. It was just like, oh, shit, this is going to be awesome. So anyway, it was, it was, it was cool. So anyway, um, summer um, coming up to another uh, next weekend is uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Harrison Ford returns as, as the famous archaeologist, Indiana Jones. Um, I would have to say this has to be his last one. I mean, he's 79, so there are some, uh, I've heard there's a lot of CGI. They're going to make him look younger in some instances. I guess they do a lot of uh, flashbacks, go back in time, so uh, that's what I've heard. So I don't know, but uh, Sala, his companion in, the, in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, Last Crusade, returns in this one. Um, I don't know about, I think Marion, his, the, he, you know, he married her in the King, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That movie sucked. Uh, he's, she's back in that one too. Uh, I, I don't know if a short round shorty is going to be in it from Temple of Doom. That would be cool though, uh, because they have been hanging out a lot lately. So who knows? Maybe he does make an appearance. That, that would be cool. But this is also John Williams, the, the composer, the famous composer, world renowned. This is his final movie soundtrack score to compose so i'm sure it's going to be quite awesome i mean he's known for so many great soundtracks i mean you've got indiana jones there's star wars the empire strikes back return of the jedi jaws uh close encounters of the third kind um oh geez superman uh oh forgive me there's so many uh, uh, minority report i know that's random um, but yeah, he's just John Williams. Uh, oh yeah, born on the Fourth of July. Uh, Hook. He did the soundtrack for Hook. Um, so yeah, there's a. Um, I mean, the list goes on. I mean, he's done a lot. He's done a brilliant, brilliant composer. So thank you, John Williams, for all you've all you've done and you know all the great movie soundtracks out there. Oh yeah, E. T. He did uh, E. T. as E. T. as well. So um, Home Alone. He did the Home Alone sound. Home Alone one and two. So. Forgive me, I, I meant to say that too. So, um, but uh, yeah, so John Williams' final soundtrack is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Comes out in theaters June 30th. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, Barstool Sports has opened a new Barstool Nashville. It opens today. Um, and I think they're having a celebration all weekend. Uh, so if you follow Barstool Sports, which I do, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. That's how it kind of keeps me motivated. You know, kind of see how they do things, and you know, I just love Barstool. I mean, Dave Portnoy is a genius. Um, you know, we don't deserve Dave Portnoy. I mean, that guy is awesome. I'd love to meet him one day. I've actually had—I um, know this sounds weird—but I've had like a recurring dream every now and then where I've about to meet him. Like we're out and about. You know, he lives in Miami. He's got a place in Miami and Boston, I believe, New York City, whatever. I mean, the guy can afford it. Uh, I had a dream that I met he and his girlfriend in Miami one time, and. I was hoping to get a picture and I'm trying to use my phone to close the app so I can get to the camera and it, the damn thing gets stuck and I can't do anything. And I'm just like, I'm trying to get a photo, Dave. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, Cambino, I got to go, man. I got to do a pizza review. You know, <laughs> he's like, hurry the fuck up. You know, <laughs> can you imagine doing that? But yeah, I get, I get stuck. I was like, it's not opening. It's not opening. Help. What's going on? What's going on? Then I wake up and I'm just like, damn it. I want to hope I can meet Dave Portnoy. I want to get a picture. And just say I met I met Dave Portnoy I met Stool I met Presidente Barstool. But no, anyway, that's funny stuff. But I would uh, anyway Barstool Sports. I actually went to the one in Chicago. It was okay, um, a little pricey. But I mean, hey, it's it's Barstool. I mean, it's some it's something new. I think it's people don't really. I think the you know the party goers may not really a lot of them may not really know about it yet, or they're still kind of discovering Barstool Sports. Maybe I don't know, but. They've got the Nooners. He's got the High Noon, you know, Seltzer, Seltzer, excuse me, Seltzer, Seltzers. And uh, so he's, he's cleaning house, man. I mean, the guy's a genius. So Dave Portnoy for president. 
So I, Captain Cambino will vote for him. I got you got my vote, Dave. Uh, anyway, uh, they they've opened they're opening a new uh, uh, barstool in Nashville. So barstool Nashville, and I follow the. I don't know if you guys know about the Mean Girl Pie, but it's uh, Jordan and Alex and just two hotties, and um, they're they're in Nashville this weekend. I actually seriously debated about going to Nashville. And there was actually a hotel that was reasonably priced right downtown near near it. And I was like, man, I, I really did. I was almost almost did it. And I was like, man, I just don't just don't really know if I, it's going to be smashed. I mean, it's going to be so crowded and people getting smashed in Nashville. And I'm just like, I don't know, man, it's going to be crazy. Nashville, I hadn't been in a few years. And I just I don't think I could. I just don't think it's going to happen this weekend. So, but anyway, congratulations to Barstool Nashville on their new building, new opening of the new bar there. And they're going to have a live, uh, some of their um, podcast people will be there. So uh, be sure to check that out. And be sure to follow the Mean Girl Pod. I mean, if you're interested in stuff like that, I mean, they've got some pretty cool topics they talk about. So uh, it's on on, bar, on uh, Instagram. And um, so anyway, uh, summer, summertime, summer, summer is interesting, you know, part of the year. Um, to me, I like it for work. I kind of think of it as like a some 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 days are very lull and not as busy because it's summertime. People are kind of figuring things out, you know, vacations and taking their kids places like that. I mean, just kind of enjoying life, I guess, to the next level. You know, to me, summer it's um, when it, growing up, it was always that break between school and. We all know that, but it was, and when you get older, you know, high school, you train for football and things like that, so you would take the summer to, to do that, and, you know, summer always had some good moments in summer, um, trying to think back when I was younger and good summer times, you know, growing up, um, living in Oxford before uh, before we went to Batesville, we had some good, had some good summers in Oxford, um, we were always outside playing, I mean, that's just how it was, and uh, hanging out with friends, riding bikes, going to the pool, um, the public pool, peeing everywhere. I mean, <laughs> baby Ruth's flo- floating around in the pool. <laughs> Duty! <laughs> but summertime, uh, there's always some good moments. Um, you know, just, just being a kid, you know, and just enjoying it, doing cannonballs, and uh, I mean, just just having a good time. So that, that's what it was all about, just being a kid, trying, just trying to figure out who you are and figure out what life is all about. And, and that's, that's, that's tough as a kid, you know, and it's, um, but that's, that's the growing pains. That's part of life. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's, 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 that's just how it is. So, but I mean, I, I had a phenomenal childhood. There's no doubt about that. I thank my parents for that very much. I had an awesome childhood. Um, and it's just, you know, nothing, nothing but good things to say about that. So, I want to pause for a moment. I want to take a, I'm going to, Captain Cambino's Cabana. This is, we're live Friday, June 23rd, and uh, live on Instagram. But I wanted to uh, give a shout out to, uh, this is, this edition is brought to you by Drizzly. Drizzly is an app that's out there on iOS and Android for um, wine and champagne and liquor and things like that. Where you can get to make deliveries, have deliveries take place, and it's a it's a phenomenal app. I used it for the first time today. Excuse me. Uh, took a little swig there. Uh, it's the first time I used it was today. Um, I I bought a gift for a lady friend. I haven't seen her in a while, and I had it delivered to her parents' business, and but I ordered it through. Uh, Drizzly, and because I mean it's a large city, so I was like, you know what, let's let's give it a shot. So, um, bought a bottle bottle of Bollinger, and um, which James Bond drinks that. <laughs> so, I, and I found this liquor store that was close, and uh, they, you know you, you pay the delivery fee, um, there's taxes, and then uh, tip things like that. But um, it was very smooth, and you you put whatever you want on the card, and put where it's going to, and just pay for it. And the liquor store handles everything. And Drizzly just—it's like Uber Eats or you know DoorDash. Somebody will just pick it up and they'll deliver it. So it's—I I was very impressed. 
and I actually made a mistake. I did not, uh, I messed up on the card, so I had to redo the card, and they fixed it for me. They, um, I, I, I sent an email to their support, and I was like, look, I made a mistake. Can I fix this real quick? And they said, I said so they just uh, submit an email or whatever, and they called back within like 10 minutes, and they said, yeah, we'll take care of that for you. I was like, man, that's awesome. I was very impressed, and uh, so... I'm one of those. I don't. I don't take any shit. You know, if you if you screw up, if you piss me off, you know, I'm your business is gone. I'm not coming to hell. I'm not doing business with you ever again. That's just how I am. But it's going. It's going to take a lot for a second chance. But but anyway, you, you do it right the first time. You got my business. So, um, Drizzly, thank you. Uh, it was phenomenal service, and thank you, Greg and uh, Specs in San Antonio. Um, I. Thank you so much. You, 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 you're, you and your, uh, your guy James, you guys went above and beyond um, to take care of um, what I needed to have done today. So it was awesome, and uh, I'm um, I'm gonna give you uh, tell you guys where um, where to go in um, San Antonio if you um, you need a good liquor store. It's called Specs, S-P-E-C-S, like, you know, Specs, Spectacles, whatever. Um, and it's on 2003 North Loop 1604 East, number 111, San Antonio, Texas, 78232. Um, it's inside a Best Buy or something, or it's near a Best Buy. Uh, I've never been to San Antonio, so I don't know, but it's um, they, they uh, Phenomenal Service is a very large liquor store. But um, Greg, they took care of me, and I appreciate it very much, Greg. I told him I'd write him a review on Google. And uh, uh, there was another kid that helped out. I can't remember his name. But um, anyway, thank you very much, um, Specs and Drizzly, for handling business today. And Abby Burke, uh, wherever you are, I hope you're doing well. I hope we can catch up again someday soon. Uh, if not, no big deal. But uh, the Captain Cambino uh, thinks very highly of you. And um, I hope you're having a great summer. So congratulations on graduation as well. So anyway, um, back to the podcast here. Again, Friday night, beautiful night here. Summer has kicked off. Um, we are, it's entertainment therapy. This is the, the cabana. That's what it's like. It's all about. It's just having a chill time and just relaxing and just talking about whatever. So I was going to get back to summertime and the moments of summer and, you know, things that happen. I remember... Um, you know, like I said, when you're a kid, you, you go to the pool, you play baseball or during the summers and you try to get your driver's license and learn how to drive and things like that. You help your, help your dad around the house and, you know, or whatever outside. But when we, 1991, we moved to a house outside on, off of highway six between Oxford and Batesville. So we moved there in November, 1991 and it had a pool. It was above ground pool. Uh, old house but my dad is one of those he 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 gets his mind set on it he's going to turn that thing around and he was it's like he was a reality show before it was reality shows were cool for homeowners and you know flipping houses or whatever that's what you want to call it but um anyway it was um that summer of 1992 was our first summer to have a pool we had a we had a pool and had it for 10 years and it was awesome we had a lot of great moments there uh, the one thing I don't like about summertimes when you have a pool is if you have a, a, a pool with a liner. Those liners are a pain in the ass. And I'm, let, me, let me tell you something. That, and, I'm, and I know there's a lot of people out there that probably have a pool that have a liner. You know, God bless you. Because those suck. If I had, I mean, if I had the money, obviously, for a pool, I would put in a pool with no liner. And I, mean, I know it probably costs a lot more extra, but I'm telling you, those liners, uh, if they rip, anything gets behind it, it is a pain in the ass to fix. I don't know how many times my dad had to fix that stuff because something broke or something got cut. And it wasn't us, but sometimes you, you stuff gets on your feet and you don't realize it. And, you know, it bubbles up down there at the bottom and it just screws everything up. So it's just just one of those things, you know. Um, anyway, I, uh, I remember one time, um, summer of 1997, I was going into my senior year of high school. And I remember inviting some of the guys over. We were playing football, play football with each other. And we all play football together and came over to the house and we're all chilling in the pool. And, um, one of the guys I play football with, uh, Ernie died bastard pushed my chocolate lab in the pool, Hershey and Hershey was, you know, Hershey was a very, you know, 
a, a dog that kept to himself, let's put it that way. And he was a rest in peace. He was a phenomenal pet. I'm telling you, I miss him so much. And he, he pushed him into the pool, and I was so pissed. My mom actually saw it. She was upstairs in the bedroom, and she was looking out the window, and she saw it, and she yelled and cussed him out. She was so pissed. And I, I got, I was like, man, what are you doing? You know, just, and everybody was laughing. I was like, this ain't funny. I was like, you know, and I, I sent them all home. I was like, guys, I'm sorry. I, y'all got to go. And I just, it's not what I expected, you know, it was just, but it was just stupid. You know, you don't, you don't do that. And, and luckily he didn't rip the liner, but I mean, you know, some dogs, you know, it's just, that's just cruel. I don't, I'm not saying it's cr- animal cruelty, but it's, I didn't like it. It wasn't cool. And um, anyway, a random moment there, but wasn't a good summer moment. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that, like I said, luckily he didn't rip the liner, but I mean, that's, it's happened before. So it's, um, it's, uh, like I said, it sucks to have to replace that liner. Uh, I think he, re- my dad had to replace it twice, maybe in 10 years, which is not bad. Maybe three times. I don't know for sure, but I just know we had to, we had to help him many times. We had to get, get in there and get that thing installed and it was hard work. So, um, I, I know, I mean, I've, I know people that have pools that have liners, and I'm just like, man, I'd be careful. <laughs> so it's uh, it's just one of those things that sucks, but, you know, it's part of it. But um, lots of summers, that summer in 92, we did a lot of work to get that pool ready. And I was going into seventh grade, so it was, uh, it was, it was fun. You know, it was different because, I mean, you're 13 years old, and you got a pool. So, I mean, what do you, um, what do you, what do you do? You just do the best, have some fun, you go enjoy it. So um, it was it was great. I mean, we just we had a had a great time. We had a diving board, um, had a, a small hot tub. The hot tub didn't work. Uh, the jets were broken or whatever. It was one of those where, like, you walk up, you're you're about to get into the walk into the pool, like steps going down. So it was like like a small area where the steps go down into the pool, and then just to the right was a hot tub. So it's like a all in one kind of um, uh, in the steps, in the stairs area, that's where the hot tub was, and uh, so I mean, either way, you could sit in there if you wanted to, but and but it was it just wasn't, you know, it was just a place to chill, I guess, if you want to have a couple beers or something. But um, but uh, it, it was great. Had a slide, the slide was awesome. Um, we used to go backwards down it, and you know, uh, regular, and then on your belly. I mean, it was just great. Um, Never jumped off it, thankfully, but it was uh, it was fun. That was that was some good times. I don't know how many times I used to suplex my brothers and cousins and everything in the pool. That was awesome. So had some good times. But um, summer of '92 was the first summer we had that pool. But every summer, obviously, we always had to work on it because of you know just maintenance and making sure it was working right. The skimmers always had to empty out, empty out those skimmers. Um, we only had one snake. I remember, I remember only finding one snake in there and that was summer of 96. And I just remember it because, um, it was, it was a little baby snake though. It wasn't anything to it, but never really saw any big snakes or anything try to get in there. And, uh, but it was, um, cause we were always, you know, we, we maintained it pretty well and had a little area around it, you know, always cut the grass there and used to hook up a little portable, you know, radio, listen to some music every now and then um and it you know we'd put a rope in there my little brother and i we'd go in there and wrestle and do like you know suplex and body slams and um power bombs so <laughs> throw up, up across the ropes do an elbow <laughs> good stuff so uh but then summer of uh, 1994 was the first year where my dad would always get as uh, first year we had like a really big family reunion my dad liked to do that stuff. He'd get people in, uh, other his family members from his his side of the family, like his dad's side of the family, his mom's side of the family, and get them all together. Uh, my mom, not so much. It was, um, I guess, this just couldn't timing just wasn't good. It couldn't be there. But uh, summer of 1994 was the first year we did that. That was fun. A lot of, good to see a lot of family members there. Uh, we had an uncle. My dad had an uncle named Knox Knox Jackson. He looked exactly. Not exactly, but pretty close. He looked exactly like Uncle Lewis from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Like his demeanor, his attitude. He didn't. He he was a little bit taller, I'd say, in real life. But just his demeanor and everything, the way he was. He always had a cigar. So I was always thinking about Uncle Lewis every time we see Knox. Uncle Knox. You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. That's how he was. He was just... It was just funny. 
it was funny to listen to him. He was just a cool. He was a cool guy. Um, rest in peace, not Uncle Knox. But yeah, so he would uh, Martha Lou, Aunt Martha Lou. That was my dad's side of the family. They'd come visit. Um, my 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 grandmother uh, Helen Wilson. We called her Wawa. She would come visit. Um, the the berries, the prices. My cousins, they would all, you know, we'd all be there, have a great time. So it was, it was fun. Um, so I think we did that for about four or five years, and um, I think 2002 was the last time we did that because we, were, my, my parents had to move. It was a long story. We're not gonna get into that, but uh, we had that pool for 10 years, and I remember the last year we had it. My dad finally, it's like it's he finally got it to like where he wanted it. He had like a little um, uh, canopy out there on the patio area and it was you know then we had to move you know we had to sell it it was just it was kind of sad but that was a man that was so many good times there um my junior year summer of 96 i actually had like a pool party where i invited some friends over from school um and it, it was fun you know it was um um you know just people you went to school with you haven't seen you know don't see during the summer that much so i just said let's have a little party and you know, have some fun. If you want to bring some alcohol, that's cool. Just, you know, drink responsibly. So, um, you know, that, that was fun. Um, and, you know, it was just summer. So you just, I remember summers at the, I, I, I didn't really have a major summer job because I was always training for football in uh, high school. So uh, summer of 95, I helped out in my high school, like clean up, like doing maintenance and stuff and uh, cleaning up the hallways and because we didn't really have a janitor during the summer. Yeah, I did janitorial stuff. <laughs> but I did a lot of cleaning and uh, painting and things like that at the school. And then uh, I'd work out. That's, some, that's mainly how my summers were. I'd work out and uh, make a little money and uh, uh, go to the pool at, at the house and just hang out. And um, that's, that's just how it was. I did that for three years. Uh, latter part of the summer of 1997, I got a job with uh, – an air conditioning company in Batesville, uh, Corley, Corley Air Conditioning. Uh, nice guy, Paul Corley, he was my boss. I only worked for like a month and a half because I had football practice coming up, it was my senior year. Uh, you know, just helped him out and I didn't, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing, he just needed help. So I was, I was a helper and I just, you know, I would run duct work, I'd help him do stuff like that, get underneath a, a house and connect stuff like that it was it was tough i don't know how many times i cut my hands doing that shit but that, it just wasn't for me but um anyway it was hard work air conditioning business is hard work so um i hope hope he's doing well i haven't talked to paul corley in a long time he's a good guy uh he kind of looks like ed harris you know that's that's what he looked like uh, the actor but a cool guy um anyway uh so then summer of 97 football season and that's what the summers were. I was always training. I would either go to the gym. Uh, I'm, I'm bouncing around here a little bit. But summers, I'd say 95, 96, 97, uh, we had a gym in Batesville called Body Tech. And I would work out there at Body Tech. And there's times I'd go to the high school, the, the school, you know, uh, uh, weight room too, which wasn't always open. So it wasn't, I mean, it just that's just how it was. And so there's times it was open. I, I would take advantage of it. If not, I would just go to uh, Body Tech and I'd, I do a lot of upper body and legs. That's all it was. And do a, you know, Stairmaster, things like that. Just stay active. And then, then there was times I'd go to the school and I'd run. I'd run laps around the football field. I'd run 40s, 40 yard dash, uh, uh, 100 yard dash, and uh, things like that. So that's, that kept me going. It was, I was always in shape for football. As a, for a big guy, offensive lineman, I was in shape. I was, those were my, those were good years. So, um, 19, well, 95 and 96 were good years because I was, I was, I've, I've always been strong as hell. And I've, I've been naturally, always naturally strong. I was a high school weightlifting champion from 1994 to 1998. Um, but that included 94 was junior high, freshman year, and then, then I won everyone, senior, you know, high school. And I just naturally just gifted strong. So I'm, I'm, I was very thankful for that. And squat, I could, I could squat like, it was like there was no tomorrow. I, was, I don't know what it was. I was just, just, it was just a gift. Uh, deadlift, everything. Yeah, same thing. So I, I, that was, I was good at it. So, uh, but then when I, um, like I said, excuse me, summers, um, 
if I wasn't working after that, I'd go work out, uh, hit the gym, um, they'd go run and get ready for, for two days. So summers, August of August was always two days. That's when football season started. Um, we'd have two weeks. We'd start maybe the first of August, August 1st or 2nd, whatever. And we would, we hit it hard. So one week we're in no pads. It's, um, um, just helmet shorts, t-shirt, and just, you're out there busting your ass. And it was great. It's great workouts. I miss it. I, I miss the, uh, we did the, we did the cones. We did the logs. We would do the ropes. If you fell on those ropes, man, you get, you get your ass chewed. I'm telling you, but it was, uh, you had to get a rhythm. I, I actually enjoyed it because I, you know, you have to get it in your head and just do it. And just, you know, even if you're not as fast as everybody, just, you know, it's, it's technique and it's mastering that technique. So, I mean, it's not about just getting through it. You, it's um, it's it's like geometry. You gotta it's you gotta categorize, um, in your head, what goes where, and how to. It's like it's billiards and how you know this shot hits. If you hit this here, it's gonna go there. And then you just you know put your foot here, and this this all it all comes together. It may not be geometry. I don't know what the heck I'm talking about in geometry. I'm not a math guy, but I'm just saying it all came together. And it was like, think of Tetris. Put the pieces here and there. So you're, the ropes were just my thing, and I was good at it. I think I fell once. I fell once or twice my first year, but after that I had it down. So I mean, it's just again, it's just like practicing. It's something you want to master. And I know it's like, like who cares about the ropes, Gambino? It's like, <laughs> but no, that was my thing. But um, I was good at football. I I enjoyed it. Summers, I busted my ass. I had a great 95, 96. Had a great summer. I was always working out and just taking care of business and get ready for football. Um, and then I had the back injury in 96, which, you know, cost me a chance to play college football. It's, uh, I regret that. You know, I wish I'd wish things would have been different, but, you know, that's life, you know. Um, I tried to come back stronger in 97, summer of 97. I was, uh, you know, I, I worked at the air conditioning business, but my back was still troublesome. It wasn't that bad, but I, I just knew it was going to be it, – it, 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 it wasn't the same. Let's just put it that way. I couldn't move as fast. And things like that. It sucked. Um, 96, I mean, uh, 1996, summer of 96, I attended uh, Tommy Tuberville football camp at Ole Miss. That was for a week, maybe two, I think maybe two weeks. One, I don't know if it was, I think it was one week. But anyway, that was awesome. I had such a great time. Uh, Jason Bailey, my buddy, was uh, did the video for Ole Miss football. He was there. I remember seeing him. And I, I remember seeing AJ Kiami. He and I competed in a lot of events at the football camp. And I, I competed against some people all over the state, and it was just it was awesome. It was just it made you appreciate what you were doing, and it was you know you were respected, and it was it was fun. I just wanted to, I just wanted to get better because I was good at all. I was a good offensive lineman, and I enjoyed it. So I just that was the way for me to get better. And uh, I I did ninety five. I was looking into a football camp, and I just couldn't do it. It was like you know what? I just don't think I'm not ready yet. Let's wait a year. So, 96, um, you know, we had talked about going to Alabama football camp. It was uh, Mike DeBose, I believe, was the coach then. Uh, that didn't happen. So, I said, you know what, let's just, just go to Tupperville. It's, it's, it's Ole Miss. Let's just, just right here. Let's just go. It was awesome. Had a blast. I worked with uh, Coach Hugh Nall a lot. He was he was with us. He was handling the majority of our drills. It was great. Oh, man, it was so much fun. Um, I loved it because it just it kept you. It was, you worked on speed, footwork stance your um you know your back and how you uh, you know you hit and where you put your helmet i mean just you know it's the, the fundamentals more, more than just fundamentals but it was just for offensive linemen it's all about technique your stance and the correct way to you know fire out and that's how it was even if you're in a certain plays like a running play or a passing play lots of times the defense can recognize what type of stance you're in and they know what the play is. So if, if they're obviously in a three-point, like they're pass blocking, they're going to know. But and even at a run play, sometimes they'll just put one hand down and not really get in a stance. They know it's just going to be a pass, and they just, it's very, you know, very minimal. But I was always in full full gear. I'd get down in three-point stance, and I'm real low. And staying low is a very big part of it. You stay low, you don't, get, you don't hurt yourself. Lots of players would get hurt because they stand up high, and they get, you know, stand straight up. You're going to twist your knee. You're going to screw something up. So it was, you know, always stay low, 
hit them low, drive your feet. It was that's just how it was. That's how that's how you learn, and that's what they, we went over a lot of basics and fundamentals and a lot of uh, uh, blocking drills, uh, uh, pass blocking, uh, run blocking, and uh, you know footwork, um, and just just um, oh gosh, what uh, instinct and just you know being adapting to the adapting to each play. You know keeping your head on a swivel things like that. It was fast paced. It was so much fun. I mean, when you're 17 years old, it's like, yeah, okay, your body can handle it. I couldn't do it now. So, <laughs> but it was, uh, it, it was, it was awesome. I remember, uh, we did a pass blocking tournament and for the entire camp. And I went against guys that were about to play college and, or, or going into college or they were a senior in high school, whatever. I finished sixth. I finished sixth in a pass blocking tournament at Tommy Tuberville football camp in summer of 1996. And I, I got a lot of praise. I got a lot of coaching all. It was just like, he said, way to go, Wilson. You know, just, you know, you know, fire you up, man, pep you up. And it was great. So I had a lot of fun doing that. It was, it was just great. I had a great time. So summer of 96 was a lot of fun, but, and it was all business, you know, cause that's just how it was. I, and I had a phenomenal season in 1996 in football. I, I really did. Uh, Magnolia Heights was my best game. I, I I can't find the game tape. I wish I had it, but man, it was just fun. It was a, a great year. And we, we made the playoffs, but lost in the in the first round. It is what it is. Summer of '97, not so much because of my back injury. I I returned to Tommy Tuberville football camp in '97, um, wearing a back brace. It was not the same. I was slow. It was just a Oh man, it was it was it was shitty, um, but there was a highlight of it. I did get to uh, I did get to participate in a drill with a future NFL player and a actually a big star at the University of Tennessee, jo uh, Will Overstreet. Uh, he ended up playing. He was a four-year letterman at the University of Tennessee. He was on the 1998 national championship team. Uh, highly sought after recruit. I believe he played at Jackson Prep or Jackson Academy. I'm not exactly sure which one. I forget. Um, we ended up in a drill, a pass blocking drill, and Captain Cambino got smoked. Let's put it that way. So, <laughs> and I because I was I may have been able to hang with him in '96, but '97, nope, nope, not a chance. I was maybe with him for a second. He did a swim move, and I just got I was toast. And I got yelled at, and they were like, come on, Wilson, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, they, they may not really know you that well, but they're just saying that to kind of fire you up, obviously. But Coach Nall was there again. This is Tuberville staff. And, yeah, it was, uh, you know, yeah, I was embarrassed because I, I knew I was better. But my back injury, I'm, I'm not an excuse, but it did. It made a big difference, and it, it, it wasn't the same. So, I, I mean, he just did a swim move. He was so fast. But he was like, it's like Jason Taylor. I mean, Jason Taylor was so skinny. Not like a super skinny, but he was just – he didn't have the defensive end type of body. But he could he could get around you. It was so fast. It was quickness. That was the new style of defensive end or defensive tackle is getting, you know, speed. And, he man, he was so fast. And, I mean, I literally maybe hung with him for a second. And I can only get in a three-point – I couldn't even get in three-point stance because my back, I could only do the pass block. I'm like, I'm ready to – you know, and I, I stayed, stood – I was low. I stayed low to the ground, but it just wasn't enough, you know. But anyway, that was that was a really cool um, experience because it was Will Overstreet. I mean, I knew about him in the Clarion Ledger. I remember reading about him, and I was like, I just went up against a guy that's probably going to play in the NFL, and he did. He ended up playing for the Atlanta Falcons and Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he didn't have a very long career, but hey, he played in the NFL. I mean, come on, that's awesome. So I've I've got that story. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so he kicked my ass summer of 97, and I remember it. But he was a nice guy. I remember talking to him afterwards, and I was just like, man, uh, you're, you're awesome. <laughs> I'd be one of those, be like, hey, man. Be like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ant-Man. He's like, oh, man, uh, thanks for thanking of me. <laughs> and then uh, Serrano in Major League. Oh, that last pitch, man, that was beautiful. <laughs> that had some quickness. <laughs> Anyway, so that, that was fun, you know, summer of 97. And, um, but it wasn't the same, like I said, because of my injury. Um, but.
but it was still it was to me it was experience you know getting to go up against those guys every future you know playing at big colleges one day and I hope I'd had the same opportunity but it just wasn't meant to be um, summer of 98 I um, I got a job at the uh, at the ice house in Batesville uh, that was my that was an awesome job I remember working with Lee Masterson and Miles Mitchell and that was the first year I had like a really great job. Uh, it was it was busy. It was hard work. It was hard labor. And it was constant because it's like you're you're going everywhere delivering ice. People need ice. It's summertime. You got to keep the drinks cold. And it's I mean it's construction. You know wherever we go deliver ice. Constructions, business, you name it. Uh, grocery stores, everything outdoors. It was hot, hot summers. So I worked at the ice house in Batesville, 1998 to 2001. And I came back in 2005 because after college, I kind of had a little hiatus and wasn't really sure what I was going to do yet for a career. But those summers were the best. Um, I'm telling you, man, we, we, would, uh, we had two or three trucks local, and then we had Grenada Ice. We would load their trucks, and then they would deliver. And then we had uh, Hilltop, which was a ice company out of Oxford. They would deliver. Then we had... Uh, we Senatobia Ice would come down and buy from us. So uh, my old boss, Dennis Lott, the owner, uh, who who now is like huge in Memphis, he's got all he's he's killing it. The ice business is killing it, and that was his bread and butter. And so Miles Mitchell and I would be in a truck, and then there was um, another um, older man, Mr. Jim Haley, and his nephew would be in one. So Miles and I were just like you know we were taking care of business. And we had the best times and we would just, you know, laugh and cut up, but we're, we're making money and we're just having fun. It's summertime. So we'd make enough money to go to school on and we go have enough money for school. We'd have enough money for booze and we would just, it was great. I have saved enough money to just make it through the school year almost. And then you come back for the next summer. So it, it was fun. We had a rhythm and Chris Carter was my boss, a great guy. We had some great times. There were times we'd, we'd party after work and just hang out at the ice house, watch TV uh, we had a little uh, lounge room with the office and a, a TV. We used to watch Seinfeld episodes after work. <laughs> Just chill, have a cold beer. And um, even if we were, um, you know, we'd always always get a bag of ice on the house, you know, if we wanted to bring it home, you know, it was great. Mr. Dennis was a great guy, and uh, we, it was fun. So I remember uh, my dad's like, you bring a couple of bags of ice home? I was like, sure thing. So anyway, it was we didn't broadcast it, but you know, it was fun. So, um, summers at the ice house were awesome. I mean, uh, <laughs> it was, I mean, we just, so many good times. I mean, our, we had, we had our own routes. We had a, we would start out if we'd load up at the truck in the morning and there was many times I had to call miles and wake him up cause he was late and he <laughs> just always, you know, <laughs> There's a uh, really good story about him that I messed up a dream he had summer of 2000. I'll never forget it, and I, I'm not gonna bring it up, but it was uh, it'll be another time. But I don't. <laughs> it's just he says he was in the middle of a dream. It was going great, and all of a sudden in the background there's this noise. And this is back when we had the old flip phones like the Nokia's when they first came out, and they had that ringtone that went like this. <laughs> he said that that's all he remembers is the dream was going great. He's with a woman. And then there's this noise. It's this ringtone. What is that? And he said, thanks a lot, Cambino. You ruined my dream. <laughs> so there was many times that would happen. He was just, we always laughed about it, but we would leave uh, Batesville. We'd go around town and deliver ice in Batesville. We'd have grocery stores, we had gas stations, um, construction businesses, um, you know, anything, uh, any businesses that had an outdoor ice box. Uh, we'd load up. Uh, we'd have the dolly. We'd have to stack that dolly, and you have to stack the bags of ice a certain way, or else they would they would not sit right, and they'd have to be stacked a certain way. And you, you know, there's times you don't want to. You got to get it right, just right or else the ice will be leaning and all that shit will fall over. And I remember one time I was working with Lee Masterson. It was summer of 98. We're in Sardis at the Piggly Wiggly. And <laughs> hey Cam, you think I can get a hundred bags on here? I was like, go for it. Why not? So he gets a hundred bags on there. <laughs> and that's a lot. That's a lot on a dolly. Plus he had to push it up a hill. So you had to be there to, to kind of balance it, make sure. 
man, he got to the front of that hill, that little, just a little edge of that, of the, of the small little ramp that goes up to the right where the box is. And that shit fell everywhere. He was like, mother, he was so mad. So we had to get, we had to act quickly and get it back on there because that shit will melt. I mean, it's summertime. So it's like, <laughs> he was so mad, but he tried. <laughs> shit fell everywhere. So yeah, we would always kind of, we would bet against each other. Like, oh man, I bet I can get a hundred on here. I was like, no, you can't. So we would always laugh about that. That was, that was funny. It was good stuff. But, um, but yeah, I would make it, we'd make enough money, man, at the ice house. It was great. I mean, when football season rolled around, it was, um, it was, it was awesome. So, uh, it, and it was just, it was just a fun job. And every time we'd be somewhere delivering, you know, people would walk by us if we're at a gas station or a grocery store, man, y'all got the coolest job in town. I was like, you know it because we'd be in there in the, in the back of the truck where the freezer was. And yeah, it's cold, but when you're in the summer, hot summer, it, it doesn't, it wears off. So it's not as cold as you think. It, it's, it's pretty warm. So, cause you're always out and about delivering, but, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome, man. We had some great summers there at the ice house. Um, anyway, so great times. Um, Chris Carter was the manager. Dennis Lott was my boss. Miles and I worked together. Uh, just, we had a really good crew and we were always on top of things. Um, real quick, I'm about to wind down the cabana here and it's been a, this has been a good addition to the podcast. I'm, I'm, thank you again for listening. Um, I remember summer of 2001, it was maybe late July. So we had, uh, we were basically on top of everything in town. Like everything, all the routes have been handled. We were on top of things. It's almost like, okay, we got, nobody's called. We're on, we're that it's very rare in the ice business like that, that you're on top of the top of everything. No customers have called. It's like, well, shit, that's that's awesome. We're, we're let's go, let's go home. No, but it wasn't like that. We'd have to hang around just in case. So Chris, Miles, and I, we all we went to Western Sism, and man, we had the it was like a buffet lunch. We had we just sat there and chilled and talked, just enjoying it. And we're sitting there thinking, like it's in the afternoon, it's super hot. And it's like, man, this it's too good to be true. This can't be happening. Like, can't believe nobody's called. So we go back to the Ice House. So this is back the old you know answer machine days. So when we get back to the ice house, there's one answer. There's one message on the answer machine. And we were like, there was this old lady out in Sardis Lake. We we're like, please don't leave us Hearns. Please don't leave us Hearns. <laughs> she was, she was nuts. We'll get to that another time. It was one message on that answer machine. So we play it. It was pride of the pond catfish in Tunica, Mississippi. They wanted 540 pound bags of ice. And I'm, I mean, that, that's a lot so we're having to and you have to hand tie them because we didn't have the automatic bagger for the ice bags for those types of bags we had to, well we, we the ice would fill it up that was no problem which we'd have to manually hand tie not really no we didn't have to hand tie we have to twist it and then we had that automatic staple staple gun so we had to fill up each one 500 500 bags 40 pound 40 pounds and we loaded up the truck and we got there about six o'clock, got home and by eight, nine, oh man, maybe 10, I don't know. It took a long time because we had, and those catfish places, man, it smelled. But, uh, but we made some good money. We got some overtime and it was just awesome. But like, I remember Miles, we were coming back. He's like, I don't talk, I don't wanna go talk to anybody. Leave me alone, I'm going home. My back is broken, I'm tired. <laughs> Cause it was, t- it was tough on your back, you know, lifting those, uh, lifting those bags. But that, that, that day, you know, we were caught up and having a good time, had lunch and just chilling. And sure enough, we had one answer machine. It was pride of the pond catfish and tunica. But that was, there went, there went the rest of the day too good to be true. <laughs> but, um, I'm going to top it off here. Uh, talk about the summer of 2002, uh, phenomenal summer. I worked at a, as a manager of a video store in Oxford. It was called Video Midtown. And uh, I wish I could have talked more about this. I should have, but you know, I was a, it was the old school video shop. It was uh, one of those where uh, DVDs were still kind of coming along. At, they were new. It was one of those where everything was VHS and the, the movie boxes were out on the floor on the shelves. So if you want to watch a movie, you pull a box, you go up to the counter, I'd like to rent this place. And you go in the back and you pull the tape, check them out and go from there so i remember cleaning that place up i used to have i had i think like four or five girls that worked for me because we had a tanning salon 
inside the building, which was really weird. I don't know if that's that's a southern thing. I don't know what it was, but that was fun. Um, had some beautiful college girls that worked for me, and we had some fun. It was a great summer. Um, we were busy, and it was just a lot of fun. It was interesting. So I did not work at the Ice House that summer because I was still in school, and I was trying to finish school. So I had the summer at, the, at Video Midtown. And I didn't make as much money, but it was enough to I could go to school. So um, it was a very clean place. We had a lot of good movies. It was, uh, it was awesome. Like, I mean, people loved coming there because it was cheap. It was a family, kind of a family-friendly store, like a hometown store. But, of course, we had to compete with Blockbuster, and Blockbuster back then was huge. I mean, it's, it's Blockbuster. But still, we had, a, we had like a little small cult following, and it was fun. And summer of 2002, made a, you know, made a lot of friends and had a, had a different – it was a different experience because the last past four years I was working at the Ice House. So it, it was different, and it was, it was fun. So summer of 2002 at Video Midtown, which if you're in Oxford, uh, right now it's, it's called Snack Bar. So Snack Bar used to be Video Midtown. And there used to be a tanning salon in there on the both sides of the building, and um, yeah, it was it was an awesome time. And classic old school video store. I had a special called Five for Five for Five, five movies, five days, five dollars. People loved it. I mean, it was they would stock up on the weekends, and if you rent it on the weekend, if you rent it on Saturday, uh, excuse me, Friday, you got to bring it back the next day. But if you rent it on Saturday, it wouldn't be back till Monday. So it was. Um, we had, a, we had a, a good deal on Saturday. Saturdays, we clean up. I mean, it was just, obviously, it's Saturday. People want to chill and watch a movie. So, we had some good times at Video Midtown. I remember clearing out Brad Mayo's Video Midtown account. Because I mean, we were roommates, uh, he and Rush. And I remember one time, a lot of friends of mine owed a lot of money to Video Midtown because <laughs> they had all these late fees. <laughs> so, I remember Brad Mayo's account. I think it was like $157 or something. It was up there. And um, he's like, Kim, you know, can you take care of that? I was like, you got it. So we're clearing out, clearing his uh, account, like his tab. Like, you're good, man. Let's start fresh. So I just remember that. That was funny. Um, I don't even know if that was the right amount, but it was still pretty funny. But um, anyway, so I, I took care of a lot of late fees that, you know, especially for some lady friends here and there, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Video Midtown, man, that was some good times. Summer of 2002. Um, one of the best ones ever, definitely. Uh, I've had some good summers since then. You know, maybe we'll talk about that another time. Um, but hey, it's summertime. Make it a good time. Like I said, Cabana. It's a very chill, chill night tonight. We're having some fun. That's what it's all about here at Captain Cambino's Cabana. It is uh, entertainment therapy. Whatever happens, happens. We have no clue. We're just going to talk about it and see what happens. And that's what it's all about. Just get it out on the table. Have some fun. Talk it up. So, um, we got 4th of July coming up. I hope everybody, that's going to be a, it's going to be interesting this year because July 1st is on a Saturday, Sunday the 2nd, Monday the 3rd, Tuesday the 4th. It's going to be weird, man. I'm telling you, work is going to be dead. So, <laughs> it's going to be slow and nobody's going to want to come to work that week. <laughs> You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. It's been a pleasure. Um, we're going to wrap this one up here. And I really appreciate your time. It's been an honor. Uh, we'll post this on YouTube. And if you ever have any questions, uh, feel free to subscribe on the YouTube channel, uh, Captain Cambino's Cabana. Email address, uh, CaptainCambino at gmail.com. And Instagram, it's at Captain Cambino. So uh, looking forward to the next time. Uh, it's been a pleasure. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. We were live on Instagram earlier, but uh, we shut that down. I guess it was under an hour. It didn't, excuse me, if it's over an hour, it'll, it'll, go out so um it's been a pleasure thank you again um it times out on you excuse me that's what i meant to say on the one hour instagram so um it's been an honor thank you again we'll look forward to next time um be safe out there enjoy your summer and uh drink responsibly if you are you know go to the pool go to the beach have some fun spend time with friends and family just enjoy it uh Go for that girl, man. If you got a crush on a girl, man, go for it. You know, life's life's too short. You only go around once, man. So just go for it. Do what you got to do. Make it happen. Make it happen, Captain. Uh, go skinny dipping. Do whatever. Have some fun, man. Enjoy it. So get crazy out there. But drink responsibly. Don't you know? Don't drink and drive. So don't text and drive either. And don't drink any Bud Light. <laughs> 
And that goes for you, too. <laughs> anyway, you've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. I appreciate it. It's been awesome. Look forward to next time. Um, and we'll see what happens. So God bless you. God bless all your families. And uh, be safe and enjoy, enjoy your summer. Thank you again. Permission to come aboard.